1: Injecting positivity and self belief into the fans may be near impossible after the start of the season we've had. The reality of it is compounded by that display at Swansea. We're looking at that game very loosely before we preview the Derby game. We'll be asking former blackout Martin Smith to explain. How players can perform like this for a new manager and Graham Anderson from the Sunderland Echo who's been there alongside the fans through Thick and Thin. He joins us in the studio. Also, guys, are you OK? Yes, fine, yep. thanks. We're going to be joined by Martin Lindsay as well from the Newcastle End later. Feel free to boo at any time to, uh, for, <laughs> for effect. <laughs> right, for the sake of everybody's sanity and peace of mind, I'm going to refrain from dissecting the game too much as people are coming around to the idea now that we've got a Derby game. We don't want to, you know. I don't think people are overly optimistic about it. But Martin Smith, it's a common theory that a new manager comes in, you get a bounce from the players. It's an age-old theory, but it's normally accurate. How can you explain then a performance like that? <sighs> it's a tough
2: one. Uh, I think the bounce factor as well. It, it tends to be at home as well. You, you tend to get that when the crowd's behind everybody. New manager, that feel good. I think going to Swansea, um, it was always going to be a tough game. I don't think he had enough time to work with the players the players had been away so they sort of gone in cold um, did raise me well for 45 minutes but then once they've given that first goal away that was it so sort of just went belly up really um, as I say I think it's going to be a bigger test and you'll see more of uh, what Paulie is going to try and install in the team Sunday but I just I think Saturday that especially with the preparation they had he's probably just writing it off
1: so people, Graham have people been over cynical when they're suggesting that because the players look like they had that bounce Borley looked like you got that bounce initially off the players there was a little, even though they didn't win any games. You know, they, they looked like against Manchester United and Liverpool, they looked like that bounce was there a little bit. The players spoke out; they were very vocal. The fact that they wanted Barley to get the job. Is, are people being cynical to suggest that they're spitting their dummy out and they didn't get their own way? Yeah,
3: yeah, they are being cynical. Mm. I mean, I, th- I think the best three performances of the seasons, arguably, were Peterborough, Man United, and Liverpool. Even though they didn't uh, win the two league games, it was, it was. You know, they were good performances. They played well. Um, I don't think it. it uh, Swansea was the case of yeah, they had the hump at all. They actually did improve. They played well in the first half. They were the better team in the first half. I think the problem that they've got at the moment is because they're not a confident side, they're not an aggressive side, they're a passive side. They tend to react to what happens to them, um, so they won't affect games as much. Um, and that's what caught up with them in the second half. They kind of dominated without really hurting Swansea. In the second half, I think fitness told a little bit and Swansea up their game, obviously. But it's ironic the fitness,
1: isn't it? Well, after the kind, of everything <laughs> the kind <of> <laughs> Well, it
3: is, it is, it is. And the and the, and the interesting thing is, you talk to people in the know and they would suggest that Sunderland are not these super-fit athletes that Paolo give the impression that they were going to be. They're not uh, necessarily any better than any other team. And on top of that, you look if you actually look at the Swansea game. You've got Lee Catamore who's still coming back to full fitness, Stephen Fletcher who was playing when we didn't expect him to play and then Phil Barsi was playing his first game since May so their levels were obviously going to drop in the second half mm-hmm. and obviously when they get a goal down these days the heads drop as well. I think
2: sometimes you know, the, the team doesn't seem to have a great amount of goals in and if you're playing in a team and you kind of see yourself scoring too many goals once you go 1-0 down sometimes you can think oh here we go. You could see we're, not getting, we're not getting back into this you can see know. a bit of that with Fletcher
1: you mm-hmm. can yeah. see him like well, f- Gary Neville t- touched upon that um, on, on, on Sky Sports saying that going a goal behind a player should you know, under the new manager he was surprised that they did react like that so he was surprised they did in a way because because it just seems it's gone you know nothing's improved in that sense the, the heads are yeah, just going down I, I mean the players are coming out and saying it but the heads are flying down aren't
2: they yeah it's, it, it is a lot of it's confidence you know it's getting that first win i know it's uh it's easy said and done but if, if you get that first win and you see you can sort of think yeah we're, we're going to win a game but when you're not winning games and you're not scoring the first goal it, it is it just sort of deflates you you know and it's it's been what is it seven eight games now so it's obviously in in the minds that they they cannot see themselves scoring too many goals. Mm-hmm.
1: Gareth, it's quite as you've ever been in the start of a podcast. Listening. Are you just are you just listening? Just listening are that impressed with the quality of our oh, <laughs> guests? What what was? I'm um, you know, just being polite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was what was your take then on, on because I've just mentioned what Gary Neville said that he, he he made a point as well. You know that he he slowed the footage down. He said you know he showed it from kickoff for, and started saying, oh, the players are not straight into it, but. I don't think that's probably due to you know Poyot's instructions isn't it I don't think he would want them set to send them out flying out all over the place he was always going to be a little bit more
4: conservative wasn't he um I don't think he was massively conservative um I think in the <coughs> in in sort of we had a few passages to play around the box but just you know the issue's deep within you know intensity or whatever i mean poise talked about that and getting out of the blocks it's about it's about ability isn't it and the same players Who've you know had a chance repeatedly and continually fail? The old guard's getting K- used old old guard a lot. The old guard getting used it a lot. Mm. I mean that that's where we are now. I mean to see Phil Bardsley come back in. Seven managers now. Mm-hmm. That's more home wins since more more managers since we've had home wins since we've got beat of Everton in the uh, in the FA Cup. So you know it's just crazy. You just it still scratch of your head because you wonder. You know, like like Martin was saying, the, the international week and they didn't have the players to pick from. But you know, at what stage do you introduce someone like Phil bardsley back?
3: Could I just uh, raise a point here? Not so much about Phil bardsley but the the old guard thing. I know the old guard have got flack in the, for coming out of the rallying cries in the paper and all the rest of it sort of stuff. But first of all, is that the people who do speak in the paper are the ones who had the, who often duck those interviews. You know, they've had the courage to. And Martin, remember this: there's plenty yeah. of people who will only speak to you when they win. Mm-hmm. Don't have the balls to speak to you. don't see that on the podcast, but yeah, don't hi. have the courage, courage to speak to you when uh, when they, when they lose. Right. So, that the targets for the fans in some ways shouldn't be the people who speak to the papers, it's the people who don't appear in the papers. But this, the main point is is that when you look at that old guard, you think, what are they still doing the team? Three different managers now this season have picked that team. And it's not out of favouritism or because of a coincidence, because they watch them on the training ground every week, every day of the week. And in their view, that is the best team. Now the fans might be unhappy with the team that comes out on the pitch. And might think, well, "What's he doing? What's he doing?" Then we don't rate him. Fair enough. But the point is, is that three different minds have watched those players, and in their view, the players who aren't in the team aren't don't deserve to be in the team. So, as much as we ask the questions about the players who are in the team, we should think, "Well, where is Cabral and Diakite and Moberg Carlson and El Hajibar and all these new players who were signed in the summer, who were supposed to be pushing and pushing on?" clearly they're
2: not doing as well as they should be well I, I watch the 21s and none of them you could say on their performances in the 21s did it deserve to be but in the I agree, first team
4: <coughs> I, I agree I mean I didn't see it and I see what you're saying but you know on the basis of performance consistently in the last year at 18 months the players who keep playing Keep playing badly and they keep getting picked. Mm. That's a fact. Isn't so it? what does that what does that say so about the rest? Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean don't know they're if, still I don't there. They're, they're doing it. Just, surely it's as so so similar w- as that.
2: Ask
1: you this then, Martin. When 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 you were playing, would would what Graham's saying now? Certain what the managers go off what they're saying in training. Could a player be so different in training to a match day? Would you get certain players who were great in training couldn't turn up on a match day, and vice versa?
2: Oh, definitely, definitely. Some lads you, you would watch them in training, they wouldn't get a game certain players I've played with there where others were just absolutely fantastic some of the best players I've played with the players in training Mm. you know especially why not just Sonnen but other places but in a match day different set of circumstances we've got 40,000 people there and the game's a lot quicker
1: Paul yet's going to need a few games before he can start a way up what do you I think, think so I mean he probably has gone
2: off reput- the lads he's picked Saturday were probably players he's seen he's went for and he's known who he's away, seen he? he's seen <laughs> well, down the earth sort of
4: he's left back yeah, well, that
1: w- that's an interesting one mm-hmm. because well, what do you think about the Barsi thing know, put with a football decision. that one was a bit illogical to me
2: it, yeah well but it's probably Poirier's probably seen Barsley down the earth and maybe fancied him as, as a player and wants to get him straight in there um, I'm sure he's took advice off somebody who's been at the club as well mm-hmm. For the last couple of months, mm. um, whether you like Phil Barlow or not, it, I he would say give, it, he, he's, as, he's as good as mm. what's sat in the stand. So if you've got a good player there or a player you thinks better than who's been playing, you're gonna have to bite the bullet and play him. That's why I think I think he'll still play him on Sunday. Mm. I think if he was willing to put him in at Swansea away. I think he'll stick with him, try and get him fit. I
3: talking to him this week and he did, uh, you know, he asked him about Bardsley and uh, he did say, well, uh, he knew, it was, a, he knew it was a bit of a controversial pick, but he said in that first half, he said he was picked to make sure Nathan Dyer stayed quiet. And he said if you analyse the first half, how many times did Nathan Dyer go past Phil Bardsley? And the answer was actually not once. Not Ob- obviously, don't get me wrong, I'm not defending Phil Bardsley. No, I don't want to get thing
4: about Phil Bardsley being, you know... Public enemy number one, and all this because of what he said and done. It's a, it's a purely a football ability. I thought in the first half he was our worst player. Like, he gave the short back pass, he was off the pace. He just didn't think he played very well. But well, clearly, he hasn't. And, and But that's not in in, in defence of him. No, I don't blame I, him for the own goal, for starters, because that can go on off anyone. And mm. secondly, he hasn't played. Yeah. So to just chuck him in at the deep end and expect him to perform is a bit unfair on him in some ways.
3: I don't think Poyet could have seen enough of to fully make that decision I think, there's a, I, think there's a, I think there's an element yeah. there where he's taken soundings from his players he's taken soundings from the coaches and i think when you're in as tr- much trouble as you are you look at the men as you were in your side and i think that, i think either coaches or the players have all of them have said oh Phil barnes is a proper man get him in there sort of stuff and that's where he's chosen to put him in
4: but this is a, this is the thing I, I can't see a logical connection like I understand what people say when it's like, these are the experienced Premier League players and all this, but they've consistently failed for numbers of managers. You know, I've said five home wins in the league since we got beaten off Everton in the FA Cup in 2012, and two of them were against uh, QBR, who were relegated, Wigan, who were relegated, Reading, who were relegated, (laughs) there's three, and then... 31 points in the last 30 Premier League games. That's a fact, and we, we've been bad for nearly two years. Yeah. And these players keep playing, yeah. and it, it doesn't. It just, it's it's difficult to fathom when you're sitting there and they keep getting a go. And and I know what you're saying about the these players not playing well in the under 21s, but maybe one of them would get involved. Maybe two of them get involved and give them a go and see what they do. I've, mean, got, I've got every sympathy for you and for the fans as
3: well because I, I agree with you, but the point is is these problems haven't just come up in the last eight games they were there at the end of last season and what did the club do? They finished fourth bottom and mm. they sold the player of the season, Sam Mignoglia who kept them up, and the notoriously inconsistent Stefan Sessignon who was inconsistent but would still win you yeah. half a dozen mm-hmm. games a season, and and what struck me I know I'm going off on a tangent here, right <laughs> but I almost lost it at the academy midweek and it suddenly dawned upon us that the club decided in the summer to turn down a £5 million offer for Dong One, mm. and who, who's Absolutely out of contract crazy. at the end of this, se- uh, this season and sold Stefan for £6 million because largely because Paolo had pated himself into a corner about how strict he was going to be and therefore couldn't bring himself to say actually you know what I'll compromise because right. Stefan Stefan yeah. so there's a whole load of bad decisions that have been made and my point is is, is you can't, uh, You might think Seb and Craig and uh, John O'Shea and all these other players are as limited as, as they are, and you might be exactly right, but it's not their fault in that sense, you know what I mean? What you, what the fingers need to be pointed at the people of the club who should have bought in better players because, as you say, the fans can see it, the problem's been in there for years, yeah. but it isn't necessarily the players' fault, it's the club
1: should bring in better players. Well, I'm talking about Sessignon there, I just we're not going to go on too much about it now because it's old news, but. Um it. are yeah. getting beaten. <laughs> yeah. Well, like me, my point is, uh, was always, you know, he always split opinion because a lot of people were saying he was a bit of enigma. You didn't know how to fit him into systems. De was never going to go for that. He was very regimental with the way he thought. But you know, as a player yourself, you know that sometimes when confidence is low, tired legs out there, he would be somebody you would look for to hit, wouldn't he? And he would keep the ball for you. That's a difference, isn't it?
2: Yeah, he was. I was, I was a fan of him. You say somebody who can do a bit different. Uh, you look at the Newcastle game away last season. He was fantastic and towards the end of last season he, he played well in most games obviously he'd like a p- a few more goals from him but he would create chances he would go past people and, and see at the minute it's something we're sort of sadly lacking
5: mm-hmm.
4: if you had That's him as an option on the bench i mean even if it was, wasn't starting if he was on the bench and well, i think when you're
2: a team like sun if if you, you, know. you if you've got a s- session on you stick with him you play him he's, he's a match winner we haven't got many of them anyway so yeah we haven't got any but, now but you
4: know he's for you know f- if you played in this 4-3-3 with Jack I either side Jack Irini either side of the forward, with Sesigny on the other side, you know could he be in a? We I mean, never really tried Possibly that day. Possibly not, he? but
1: I think we, the manager was always on hide hiding nothing. Whichever one eventually, um, you know, went with it and got rid of him because you know if you're not playing well, like I've just said, forget about systems and formations. If your head's down and you you're looking for a safe pass. He's going to be it because the ball's going to stick with him, isn't he? I'm liking this derby preview podcast, <laughs> by the way. We haven't <laughs> even mentioned <No>. Newcastle
3: yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we are <laughs> we we, we, going to move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be. yeah. Well, well, we on, we to go, that. well
1: on, on that note, we'll <laughs> we'll just finish on the, the last thing I want to mention about the Swansea game before we get on to Newcastle. The goals were Conceded Graham. I said after the Crystal Palace game, you know, they're comical in a way, and the only time I've seen someone concede goals like that. Was the season of 15 points the season of 19 points? there's a lot of a lot of similarities. It's worrying, isn't it?
3: I was having an interesting conversation with Richard Orr this week. An interview I was doing with him, and obviously Richard was a, a, a I loved Richard Orr as a defender. You know, he was he oh, was a proper a defender, a proper mm. defender, as you'd say. Uh, and we were talking about the fact that Sunderland don't put a big man at the on the edge of the six yard six yard box. And, uh, I've watched him over the years. Niall Quinn, closest to the corner taker. Kenwin Jones, closes the corner taker uh, Kevin Kyle even, close mm. the corner taker and there were three great blokes when the ball comes in from a corner heading the ball out, sometimes you're the best, you're the best defender Sunderland don't have that system at the moment and so what happens is you're always vulnerable if it clears the first man to have two own goals like you've had two own goals at the weekend because then it just drops into a bundle of bodies uh, Richard Ord sort of says that he doesn't agree this whole zonal marking thing he liked the idea no, of you, he is your man you mark yeah, him and yeah, if he, if he scores it's, 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 with that it's, like it's yeah. your fault that's uh, an interesting no. point I'm just raising it, As he, it whether it's zonal marking or not or whether it's down to other things the point is is that every time you're watching at the match and the line up for a set piece and a corner your heart's in your mouth if you're a Sunderland fan because you
4: can just see the you ball going
2: in you don't look at them and they don't look like they want to head it they don't look right. like they
4: want to but go and clear the ball that's a fundamental thing and why, why bring in a non-controllable variable like another player you know th- that's the thing Like this, the thing with Zonal Martin loads of people I always criticise it and I watch it and loads of people will criticise it when it doesn't work but how often do people mark man to man and it doesn't work and they never say anything because it's man to man I just don't the only logical reason for having man to man marking our thing is just so you can blame somebody so you can go oh you were picking him up. you didn't get him so it's your fault but in a, way, in, in a way that. I think
2: players like that I think players prefer, Play that I prefer just head it
4: it's in the air balls in the yeah. air head the balls but there'll zone be zones where
2: people say is it his zone is it my yeah. zone but it's but
4: the same with, me, same with marking no you, you can it so, a defence with man to man marking because if you think about it you're watching people man mark right if you're the opposition. So all you have to do is make move to drag players out to get runners to come onto the ball. So as soon as you do who, that, who, who
2: should be marked?
4: But it does but you're not gonna mark everyone in a corner, are you? you gonna have it. You should be able to. No, oh, I don't know. You're never ever gonna convince but you me nobody's on Mar- Mar- be better than my no, marking. But even is. if you go with even if
3: is. even if you go with zonal marking Make sure that the big man's in the front
2: Wait, in that well, zone, you, to, to be honest, honest. You
4: mark the front post, don't you? you even it doesn't post. matter
2: what yeah. system you've got to have people who want to go Headed. and head the ball. That's the fundamental thing. That's of common yeah. rule. You've got to have people well, who want to head
3: it. Well, if you, if you, if you, that's a good point by both of you. If you analyse this, we haven't got many people who naturally want to go and head it. I don't think Sluska or Callback or. Uh, Raburge, for example, a natural headers. Maybe D. is, you know, um but in, in if you look at the strikers, you <coughs> usually only play one striker. Um and Fletcher is useful in the box, but he's not that kind of Jones, Kyle Quinn man. And then you got Jacciane and you got Adam Johnson, you start going through it, there's not enough people dominating for your defence.
1: Well, Poy had first said when he when he first came that he was gonna Try and stop the goals from leaking in. So it didn't have an immediate, <laughs> yeah. didn't have an immediate effect. Well, but but we, we we've got to just assume he's he's doing it on the training ground. But this argument between Zonal Mark and Man Mark, and I mean, you know, we could have a two-hour podcast mm-hmm. worth of this because everybody's got an opinion on that. And you know, we were going moving away from the ses- with the thing. We're moving even further away with that. <laughs> so we are going to now tangent? bring well, one <laughs> bring part one <laughs> to an end, and we're going to. Speak about the Newcastle game specifically with Martin Lindsay and with the lads here, and that's coming up part two. We are joined now by Martin Lindsay from The Dark Side. It's a podcast first for us where we have our guests come. Uh, and join us in the studio rather than be on the phone Martin Lindsay is a broadcast journalist he works for Railroad Radio nice to have you here eh, Martin good evening kind of <laughs> thank you <laughs> um, but you were doing some work today first time you met Poy today yeah? it was you... yeah um, what do you think?
0: I was quite impressed with him he was relaxed um, very different to Decanio, which I think we all knew before he came in that, that was the whole idea I guess mm. um, he was just very relaxed and looking forward to the game and kind of wanting to put Saturday behind him talked about the good first half but obviously everybody knows what happened in the second half um, mm. but in terms of going ahead I even asked him myself I was like is it not a perfect game for you because these players won't need or they shouldn't need motivating for this game so picking them up shouldn't have been too difficult
1: mm. that's an interesting point Martin Smith isn't it because a lot of people are saying this is a bad time to play Newcastle I think the fans because you're always going to a derby as a fan and think you're going to get beat in these games I think it's instinctive to do that especially when you're struggling people are saying it's a bad time but as Martin said there any other game, then the fans probably wouldn't be as supportive and as loud as they would be for this game. So they've got to try and capitalise on that, haven't they? Because if they go behind early, it could get dangerous.
2: Yeah, I think as long as they stick at it and show commitment, the fans will stick with them all the way through the game. In a derby game, so as you say it it is a good time to be playing them in that sort of sense. You uh, see, so you're going to have forty thousand fans there who just got to get right behind the team straight away.
1: Do you get a feeling, a sense of apathy, Graham, from the stands about this game? Uh, it's been, you know, it's been spoke about a lot. Um, you know, Rock Report and Saluson on this week, and uh, the blogs have have mentioned that That people just, you know, <laughs> because the way things are going, there's a there's a massive sort of, you know, people aren't as connected. Gareth, we was talking about earlier, yeah. what I saying you you feel a bit disconnected. You're not, yeah. you haven't got all the pre derby nerves. Is, is that a good thing or what? I mean, have oh they? No, no, it's strange, it's a it's, it? a it's a bad thing in terms yeah. of the fans' point of view. This is just a, f-
3: a flatness out there, and you can understand the flatness being out there because of the results and the performances and the way the season's gone and the fact that we had summer where it looked as though it was going to be really good for us we had so many <laughs> new signings and so much sort of excitement and Paolo Di promised Sunderland fans a season without suffering and how it was going to be great and everyone kind of bought into that and it's just been such a disappointment it's so flat um, the, I think that it's it's the fans will get themselves up before the start of the game. It'll be, will be it'll great. Be the will be will be great. But the, but the players will need to start well to get the fans fully behind them. If they can show, if they can show that the fans something to get behind,
0: then the fans will get behind them. I what happens if, if, if it doesn't go to plan, though? Is, is it well, the opposite? That's gonna be, yeah, that's I think
2: it's going to be the worrying thing. If Black they go, backlash.
3: if they go early, it could get we were saying, yeah. it could get nasty. And for the, the following
2: weeks, I think people, are, as you say, people are sort of getting a bit sick of it. Mm. The fans, will,
3: the fans will stay behind them there's a kind of a lag factor if someone starts poorly the fans will still stay behind them for five,
1: ten minutes trying to get them going yeah. mm-hmm. But
3: if they conceive
1: once and then they're still as long as they see the, the effort there I think it's only a, you know like the Swansea second half where it looked like there was a little bit of a lack of effort there which shouldn't really happen in a derby anyway you wouldn't have thought Martin, and Newcastle specifically haven't really paid that much attention because we've been all been worrying too much about, <laughs> about things what's happening here but Seems like a bit of an inconsistent start to the season. You've you've lost home games you would expect you to win. Yeah, definitely. Yet you've gone to Villa and and Cardiff and won there. So a bit inconsistent, a bit on un- Jekyll and been Hyde.
0: It has been inconsistent. Um, we're sat in mid-table, but I think... the la- I'm so happy the last two games happened when they did, going into this fixture, because going away to Cardiff obviously was a really good result. We're hanging on a little bit by the end, but we deserve to win that game. And even though, as strange as it was at the time, getting younger and B was sent off against Liverpool... That kind of may have worked to our advantage in a way Because when the chips were down We still got a point against the side who's flying uh, With 10 men for more than the half And So going into Sunday's game That togetherness and that willingness to get that result Surely can only be
1: stand us in good stead really Mm, You spoke about the centre half situation there Now is this to be two from Taylor, Dummett, Williamson Williamson Um, Even though
0: Dummett got his goal I can't see him starting centre back in the Derby I think it will be Taylor and uh, Williamson uh, With the other 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 options Um,
1: he's definitely
4: fit is he? Taylor, definitely fit
1: Taylor's coming back in. I, I don't know if Williamson there was a there was a because he was on uh, with doubt for the Liverpool game. But so we, we're going to go with Williamson and Taylor then. I'd assume Williamson and Taylor. Yeah. Um, Martin is that an area of weakness? That's not the you know that I isn't the greatest that, centre defensive yeah, partnership. I think, think if you look at the,
2: the whole back four. It's defensively it's not great. Um, it's definitely something we can capitalise on. I mean they've got some good individuals who can hurt you. But as I say, going the other way, I think they have the potential to go missing a few of their players as well in mm-hmm. a big game so uh, as you said before the first goal could be massive I, I think was, was
1: someone to dominate them the door? what do you think of him because I think he's been a, well, as a forward yourself I think he's just personally I think he's been really unlucky this year I'm How not a fan think? of him I've no. got to be honest
2: Graham will testify to that um, but I could see the merits of putting him in there against that back yep. four but I don't think he will unless he puts Fletcher wide I don't think he'll go too up front
1: no, I, d- well, I was going to say a lot of people would automatically say well that's a weakened um, central defensive partnership Gareth but he's g- Poyet doesn't play that system for a start does he that's mm. not going to happen it? it's going to be 4-3-3 three, three, isn't it 4-5 mm. stroke 4-5 yeah,
3: not necessarily I mean sort of um Sport to, to point about that and his, his view is people say I'm a 4 man but that's because I hit upon a system that worked at Brighton four three three, and then when it worked and everyone mm. liked it, that's what we just went for From okay, right. but he said I'm not slavishly 4 3 if I find four four two or four five one is best for the squad of players I've got, then that's what I'll go for Gareth so. Fields just
1: dropped the mention of
2: 4-4-2 <laughs> I think, well, I I think not, if, we he, not not more, I think if he wanted his team to play a bit more direct, I think he would go out the door, Fletcher mm. but because he likes to play I don't. I personally don't yeah, think I you don't
3: will. I agree. It's, it's, it's not the it. argument though. This is a home derby. Four. F- they've got two. St- if if Newcastle as Martin says, they've got weaknesses. The of defence go four four two against yeah. them. I That's don't a, think you can bypass the midfield. Like, like sure I think Martin. The, the pitch important pitch thing now, Martin just right? said is
1: that would work if you maybe Martin O'Neill somebody goes direct and line direct up If Poyet plays through the middle on the floor, you're going to be bypassing your centre midfield to do for that to be effective, aren't you? Bearing
3: in mind, Poyet was rhapsodising about key this week he's, he's had him back in the training ground I think he's certainly to go yeah. Yeah. he will no, definitely go three? in he'll definitely be, he definitely he was saying what a player he was now he might just be tempted to say you know what I'll go for Catamol, Battle and key passing and, and put them up against teoti I mean last the last game we saw Catamol had teoti in his pocket pretty much sort of stuff so you might think I'll do that and
1: I'll, I'll risk kabai K- K- against key and and go 442 um, Martin Tioti this season because he hasn't he hasn't done it for 18 months from an outside he, field. he hasn't but he,
0: um, he did it on Saturday did against he? Liverpool he, he was captain um, which was interesting to see because it, I kind of liked that in a way because it showed for all back in the team now after whatever happened with the Arsenal thing he would have been captain for that game and he gave it to Tioti and fair enough um, he stepped up Tioti is a great player when he actually plays it simple when he tries to overplay, he makes himself look stupid and he does it in areas which he shouldn't do it. But on Saturday, he was getting the ball, giving it, and breaking up Liverpool's attacks, really. And that's what he's there for. He like let Kabay do the other bit. O- let
1: right. do the, the other Poumard bit. <laughs> um, I bet you wish he'd took that 20 million quid that was getting oh terrible yeah, for yeah, Liverpool. Before <laughs> f- <all> he's come back to form against yeah, Liverpool, yeah. I still wish we'd took that. <laughs> I'm still thinking of G Dong won here now. So <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but if, if we're going to go three in midfield, Martin, um, we just mentioned Keane Katamal, a certain starter there. It's going to be the old debate again. The third one, isn't it? Larson, Gardner, are they, one of the one of them. It depends going to who he plays play.
2: left. But if he doesn't play, callback left, back he well, might put Jack in there. But then I've got it. He might chuck Vaughan in because of his performance last year and his goal. You just don't. Sometimes managers look at something like that. Mm-hmm. The, what, you know,
3: the one thing we can say for certain is Gardner, Larson, callback, Vaughan are better in a midfield
1: three than the other. They, they, they look. Pretty well, poor in some games in a two, but with a three, they played a midfield three before better. Steve Bruce signed them, and then he, of course he played them in a midfield two, which was where this all started in my opinion. But anyway, um the callback one's interesting Gareth, isn't it? Because we called before the Swansea came with thought if he was gonna bring Bardsley into the team he'd put call back in the mm. midfield. Somebody who can keep the ball fair. So if he's if he's talking he's hinted he's gonna make changes, so call back or Vaughan, somebody like that's gonna come in you would think?
4: I wouldn't be surprised to see Vaughan come in either. Said earlier in the week he was on the bench and it just seems to be there sort of standard it's protocol is that he gets yeah. a go because the other one didn't yeah. do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way it's been called. So it? rota- he's next, seems he's, season next, season. he's yeah. next to get a chance next to a squad play Squad rotation yeah. too. Yeah, 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 that, d- that <laughs> does seem to happen, though. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. what seems to be the, the plan. So, um, But, yeah, I'd, I'd, I mean, I've said I'd put De Sena in because <laughs> he's a left-back, and that's what it we'll was bought for. So get him in, give him a go. And um, I don't care if the derby's played. You know, he's played Champions League and, and whatnot. Yeah, he was he De
3: Saino, De was always brought in as a cover and left back, right, as opposed to kind For of the left first back choice. that way, i <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid so. I'm afraid so. He was he was brought in as a, as purely cover, and in a way, Roberge was where he's kind of forced within the team. Mm. Maybe if Sena does well, he does force within the team. But I, I can't see him mm. going that way. The big qu- thing I'd be interested in is what does he do about Adam Johnson? Because there's a suspicion that uh, he, he came up with a very important thing about this week. With us when he sort of, something I think most of us would agree with when he said. If you pick your best eleven players, a lot of people would agree with that. But those best eleven players haven't been the best team in lots of ways sort of stuff. Players have been selected week in week out and haven't been doing it. And uh, he said he wasn't frightened to change that. And we were wondering whether he was
1: pointing the finger at Adam Johnson.
4: Most of
1: us looked at Johnson, Rain between the lines, that point. Go on, to and on.
4: gone. Obviously, midfield. we were talking about the the midfield three thing and the potential of having Keane, Catenaccio, Holding players. And then it's funny because we talked about the live podcast and everyone was quite dismissive about the idea of playing Jack Marini in that three as a at the point the try at the top of the triangle and then I'd be interested. having Jack you could play you could even play if he does drop Johnson, Fletcher, Altador and Barini as a central three. Where do you think Jack best position is?
3: Well that's what we'll think. We've been Off discussing the front, on Twitter week and we think Wigan mm. Wigan
4: the the just that's what he thinks I don't think
1: it's a That's, man. that's mm. what
3: he that's what he thinks. I asked him this so week c- could he I, he th- he thinks his best position his favourite position. Was well, in
0: just off a of main strike. I kind yeah, of the Sassanian role as it were. So yeah.
3: I, either playing in centre midfield. I saw a
0: wide a couple of times and I wasn't that impressed because obviously I'd heard of him coming from Juve and I was yeah. expecting this, expecting something and then when I watched him I was thinking, well, yeah. I don't, so that could is
1: his position. Could, could he do that a little deeper then? He, could, could he play in the midfield three and just be the, the most advanced out of those two? Well, sort so of I think he's a worker, guard, isn't the he? The gardener he's, role he's, in a way.
2: Yeah, he'd he work hard and he'd... He, he put a shift in, so yeah, possibly. And that gives you more attack and threat, doesn't it, as mm. well? He seems composed enough to do it. Just it just depends which way the manager wants well, to go, whether get, he's get thinking me. safety first.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify.
3: He's a really skillful player, He's a wonder, he's got wonderful touch and he's got great vision and as the former winger standing next to me will testify if you if you don't get enough service on the wing you can, you can go missing you can look as though you're going missing but you're not you getting the, the ball, ball. Yeah. whereas if you are got someone as skillful as he he's probably the best ball player in some respects on the side maybe you bring him inside but the problem that they've got all the way around the squad is they've bought this whole collection of players but it doesn't seem to have been bought with the purpose of creating a certain yeah.
1: set team Which is strange because what we were led to believe this whole new scouting system was to be and how meticulous the canyon was about fitting people into his systems but just touching back on the Johnson thing there Martin I, a lot of people are saying he's he's ready to be dropped Johnson Now it's something I would agree with however going to a derby game I think it's worth remembering that he's a local lad he scored in the last derby you mentioned there about Vaughan scoring the last derby is this a game you would take him out because I wouldn't personally
2: looking at who replace him it's hard to see yes but you want you you know what he's got in there at times but he's disappointed so often so do you often. think with him being
1: been a derby could make a difference with him being a local lad I though? think he
2: might stick with him but I think it would be toss of a coin if you go, you think Poirier's only seen him play badly once which was last week we've watched it for 16 months now so we mm. know how bad he has been
3: Plus, you see, he's a local lad, so suggesting that he grew up as a Newcastle supporter, so that's not necessarily the you know. <laughs> 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 a to enjoy himself <laughs> when he scored last <laughs> yes, year. He, he did. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. Don't get <laughs> me wrong. I'm yeah, just okay. of saying. I mean,
1: any local lad who plays, even if you play for you know your rivals, you still know what it's all about. You know what it means, means yeah, more yeah, than maybe what others means. Well. But, um, Martin, I suppose it's hard to ask you where you would where you, you know where you would look for someone I'm not going to be obvious and say a weakness in the side because, <laughs> because we've because we've got one point where yeah. yeah. Um, but w- what I mean is, you know, as you can tell where you're talking here and we don't even know ourselves what our strongest side is. Yeah. Not as Joe Canaan was at the Swansea Game. Yeah, watching, I saw that. But um what's he gonna go back and report because nobody knows what side's gonna you know nobody knows what the side's gonna be. So it's a bit ambiguous yeah. in that respect, isn't it? Is that something that worries you? I'm trying to clutch it some straws. Here. Yeah,
0: I think I, um in terms of like you say you don't know who, exactly who's going to play um, in terms of weaknesses I know you've mentioned quite a bit about full backs there and stuff you said you were, you didn't know who was going to play there um, I, I think maybe on one advantage to you guys I think it, you will know I think it's pretty obvious he'll play Gufran and Remy on the sides the way he did against Liverpool I have a feeling that's what he'll do because for all he has started Remy in a central position once I think he's more effective coming in and well you've seen he scored five in the league already so he tried he to he tried been, play Ben Alfa as like a faint yeah. Nine And forever, whoever fullback Remy's going at I think that That guy I'd, uh, I'd be worried for
5: mm.
1: Which side Remy on
0: Did you say sorry Remy's been on the left The majority of the time Cutting in And S- if you, you only have to look At his goals <sighs> Both against Cardiff uh, mm. His first goal When he, he picked up the ball In the halfway line Cut inside And then I'll be honest, Remy, later Gareth, Cut Remy, in from the left again Remy's
1: been the one I've been worried mm. about Thinking about Just getting behind Out of things.
0: Well he was already signing And to be honest Yeah look at The side going forward This season Compared to last season it, It's it's a massive difference because it's he's Gufran You know he'll give you so much on one side. His work rate is what'll get him starting the game on Sunday. I can guarantee mm-hmm. that. Um, but his goal threat's nothing compared to what what Remy's brought, which is obviously a good time because he doesn't know doesn't know where the goal is anymore. So you're he's sure cool of it. Yeah. Surely, uh, um, I'm not sure. I think I'd, I I wouldn't expect because last yeah <laughs> oh, yeah exactly he um, it, yeah. when he started He'd play with a cast on do you know what was the kind of manager Start
4: him, he did uh, it last season didn't he but he then had to bring oh, him off because the tourists sending off you put so. him you put him up front and play Remy and uh, Ben Arfie either side and see uh, like you know what he's like like Pardew that's the kind of thing he does
3: <laughs> that's one of the great mysteries though isn't it how can a player that I mean sure Shou- sure is apparently a lovely lad and I'm, I'm sure he is but how can a player who's so bang average mm. against anybody else be a, a world beater against someone yeah. and it isn't so he wasn't beat three or four men in school he just happens yeah. just to be yeah. always there yeah, is. banging it's something it's like, oh, so true. why aren't any of our <laughs> world beaters <laughs> against oh, anybody yeah. this Absolutely. could be the week yeah, this could yeah. be the week
1: could no, be the week but I want to talk about our our central defence situation now and i know. Graham and Martin you've both been to press conference today I wasn't there but Wes Brown's going to play I think Graham isn't he uh,
3: not necessarily um, <laughs> sorry I didn't <mean>, sorry, <laughs> sorry you said yes before <laughs> the mic went on yeah, no, no, not necessarily in, in it, no, it, no, it, what I mean is, is that Poitier made it very clear that he's aware that Wes Brown's been playing since January last year And he's not. What he said is, I'm not going to just shove him in and say, "Off, off, there you go, off you get on with it." Mm -hmm. They're going to monitor him so closely between now and the derby. I think you're right. What you're saying is that if 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 he's fit enough to play, in Poyet's mind, he'll play him. He'll play him, and it's a massive gamble. He hasn't played for 18 months, but he was exceptional uh, in pre-season, and he is a class player. You know, when when he plays. So and, and and to be fair. The rest of the defence hasn't done it in that way. So, uh, yeah, if, if he's fit, he'll play. And that's going to be a really interesting mm. question. Mark. But the, the
1: argument is going to chuck him in. If he's not fit, he won't I play. I think the fans you know, want him just because we, we, we are so poor there this season. And know, everybody knows how good he is also. Like, You've made a good point where you can't just rush him back. People are kind of almost desperate for him to play. Yeah. It's setting up for a fall, isn't it? It's, but, a
4: bit, mm. it's a bit different, though, this time, because he did have a, he had a long pre-season. It wasn't when he got re-injured. Um, in pre-season last year he only played about 40 minutes didn't he then he went off and we never yeah. saw him again this played, year did he
0: play one game in the Asia Cup in the he summer he played a lot
4: I, lot. And, 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 I remember seeing him and then he
3: disappeared again well, I remember talking to Di Canio when Ducanio's last home game in charge he had when the, the game he we had on the bench, he had Brown on the bench I think it was the Arsenal game he actually got Brown warmed up and said he's ready to go on and Wes said no I can't do it so he left Di Canio had left it to Wes and he felt a niggle in the warm sort of stuff. so he re- it really is I mean it's a gamble for someone D'Angelo's view was: if we get twelve good games out of West Brown in a season, he will have probably been worth I mean, it because he's that good. I
4: think he's a top quality player. But he, he, was, like. he
3: was feeling that niggle against Arsenal, so I, I, I would say that even though Sunderland want him to play, and if he's fit, he will play.
1: It's not a foregone conclusion. Who would you put with him? Well, that was gonna John, mean, that was John to O'Shea. John O'Shea. I want to touch on the John O'Shea thing. Where you mean you both just emphatically sort of said John O'Shea there, Gareth? Are you used to with the John O'Shea thing? Cause I it mean, it just to me, to me, I think you know. As a limited footballer, myself, as Martin will testify, as Martin will testify, <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you aren't great on the ball and stuff, you kind of you know make up for that by getting yourself good at defensive qualities. Make sure you know when to get tight, when to drop off, you know, stay on your toes, and you you you, you learn how to sniff out danger almost. And that's what people kind of categorise John O'Shea into that. But it's a bit of a myth for me that because I think under the Canyon last back in the last season. That aside, I've just not seen do that for Sonnen personally. And now I keep getting told I'm being harsh, but that's just the way I see it. I just see people talking about putting Brown and O'Shea together. Now that makes sense because they've played together, they've got an understanding. But to me, you know, that's got a penalty written all over it.
2: <laughs> I think if, I he, if so. he's putting Brown in, I think he, he will. It'll be with O'Shea. Just as you say, they've, they've played together so many times down the years and he, he'll go with them. I think O'Shea. I think the fact he hasn't had a settled partner next to him as well, it makes a difference for centre offs. And somebody as I say, he's bought Roberge Re- and and he's played and there's just none of them have stuck up with an understanding. So I think he'll go over those Sheer and, and Brown, if Brown's fit, mm-hmm. just for the fact that they've they've played together before. And they have an understanding. I'm, it's I'm, just understanding prove,
1: do, I'm just hoping he proves me wrong because uh, you know you've got to vent your hand towards somebody, and it's, he's <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be just taking <laughs> a lot of it for my mistake. I just been,
4: I can't get that Crystal Palace game with my head. I've been a def- I've been a defender of O'Shea really, but I'm just looking at this time for a change. I mean, it's just, it's not working it just doesn't work Does like, his, le- his
1: legs look like they've gone it's, it just, it's not even that it, it just, might be critical but
4: it's just the way I see it it's bottom line it's results like it's the same with the other players and like we've had the discussion about that before you know the, of the 14 there must be three or four are going to be more heavily involved in the match day squad you just think I mean I know like like Mavrias disappeared the weekend which was a bit of a strange one because he's actually looked pretty bright um, I don't know I just I think it's just time for a change like Personally, and I just don't. I think O'Shea, he'll be disappointed, like in what he's in his performances. I don't think he's been as commanding as, like on the pitch as a leader. Is you know he's he's, he looks like he's trying to like marshal a, you Mm
2: -hmm.
4: know, it's a ragged army at the moment, isn't it? It's just how many leaders you would
1: imagine a derby game is going to bring out probably bring out the leader leader in him and cut them all, even Bardsley, if I'm allowed to say that to an extent, Martin. How many? How many leaders are in the Newcastle team? I know that's it's a bit. I know it's a bit cliche. No, it's not.
0: It's that's a, even Parge mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Actually, this the Cardiff game. It pleased him the way the second half day came at us and we still got the three points because that is the question that people have asked about this team since the likes of Barton and Nolan and that core of the English group left. Who are the leaders? And I think that showed in April. In fairness, when we got b three nil, people are looking around at each other and it, no one that? really see- <laughs> should <up. laughs> have, <laughs> and no one really seemed to have any answers. Um, so, but in terms of looking at the team that's going to play on Sunday, well, they, they, to be honest, if everyone was fit, he probably wouldn't have played anyway. But Steven Taylor's will rally people because he knows what it means. Mm-hmm. Is he someone that people that the French guys and that are going to look up to? I, I don't know. But is like like I said, there there isn't any one that you look at like when you've got your Nolans and your Bartons and things like that which you're going to grab someone by the scuff of the neck and say "Howie, come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's what you need though isn't it and I'm not sure there's that many in that team at mm, the Stephen minute Stephen Taylor so.
1: would certainly bring that but I've spoke yeah. about a few people would like to grab him uh, by the scuff of yeah. <laughs> I've spoke <laughs> about um, O'Shea and Brown looking, having a penalty written all over but Stephen Taylor's quite rash isn't he you only <laughs>
0: have to look at the first game of the season you when you worry he... about
1: Stephen Fletcher's movement and no, him I,
0: trying to cope with that I like. I actually like Stephen Fletcher's so tidy on the deck and if i tell you what it is with Williamson it's when he gets pulled out of position that's when we're in trouble because he doesn't get back into position he's not, he's not quick enough to do it um, I think it was Cardiff's goal actually in the 2-1 he got himself pulled almost to the halfway line on the right hand side went to volley a ball missed it before we knew it, they were down near the other end and scoring. And it's if he gets dragged out, mm. that's Probably gonna be a like problem.
1: Sounds like will in January. <laughs> <laughs> Having yeah. s- said that, I've
3: never seen a derby in which Steven Taylor shouldn't have been sent off. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, <laughs> sort of like Every or se- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or for, for honestly, I, I'm amazed he hasn't been sent off in a derby. Every every time in the last
4: one, he was brilliant. Wasn't he? him and Yang. I was gutted when Yang and B were got sent off <laughs> <for> the weekend. <laughs> oh, right He's awful. Like <laughs> like him and Taylor last year. Yeah. <sighs>
1: I think going back to the last year's Derby Martin, when Johnson scored the second goal, it killed the game dead. Yeah, that's. And you, yeah. and you guys are going to be looking for an. It's in kind that of what you don't want to happen. They're going to be looking for an no, early, yeah, of, for an early goal, so they're going to be fast out the blocks, aren't they?
0: The yeah, it, um, it's. They like, are going to be it,
1: no conservative approach, almost straight in.
0: I, w- I would think so. I, um, like you say, it's, the, the crowd's a massive, massive part of it, isn't it? Like you say, when Johnson's goal went in, that was. Well you know you know it's game over don't you and that's we kind of want to come out as quick as possible to kind of get you on the back foot and see how you react and see how your crowd reacts to that Mm. Um, whether we can do it, and that's a different matter. But
3: I, I think Pardew might just say, "Look, just play a normal game and, and let them worry about it." So they're, yeah. they're the ones under pressure. Just play a normal game, keep them quiet. Don't let them get get, get a goal ahead, and just watch this. Is the it that easy in a derby to do that? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you no, know, it, it's it's, easy, it's easier, I think, to, to be cautious and steady than it is to tell your players to go for it and risk conceding that goal, which is just what Sunderland want. I like think you might just sort of say, you know, just let, let them fret about it. And the longer it goes without
1: them getting a goal, the more anxious Sunderland players will get. the, mm. the more jittery. Crowd will get i'm not sure martin how do you say that because it's kind of pause and views there Um uh, graham th- suggesting they might just sort of let us you know just play the own game i've no, just it, got it a feeling that is a good point because you like, say, he, you he get might the just out send mark.
2: them out just to play mm. newcastle just not, keep not, them quiet and just play your game to also, if, it, as i say i think he'd be more a, a very aware pardew if they get the first call it's going to be absolutely massive mm-hmm. so he might just think right we'll go for it
0: yeah i mean we've definitely got like I said before about the likes of Ben Arthur and Remy and people like that they kind of only know one way to play I think and Ben Arthur's not going to come and do a conservative job really he knows what his job is and that's to go mm-hmm. at people because mm-hmm. that's, all, I think that's all he gives you really I think
2: they'll back themselves to score goals against us so mm. That's I, I would thing, have thought so we're we, we conceding two and three yeah.
1: a week so you, you know that almost makes you think you've got to score three goals <laughs> to win a game possibly and just,
3: just talking about it now makes sure you realise how massive a game <laughs> it is it's, <laughs> just, it's just such a massive game it's the so most
1: I've thought about all
3: week because mm, my head's been right in the sand yeah. all week it's a yeah.
4: season defining game I think because the next two I, I really believe from the next two games we have to win both I think yeah. not just for the team but for the fans see, yeah. if,
2: if, if Newcastle come in and turn us over three or four I think the, a lot of fans will just yeah. Yeah. The, feet, one, no. the yeah. good thing yeah.
3: is, is, is however poor someone have been this season, and they've been poor. It's a derby, and mm. it's a it's a one-off game. So even even a poor team. I, mean, I remember that five five nil one at uh, St James's Park. Sunderland, with a form team, had played so well going into that team, and then you say that the men the men took charge from Newcastle. Mm. Yeah. Sunderland looked like that boys was, in that game. That was, it was a chord of the team. Which but you, but going in that game, and that's, that's this is what killed Brucey a little bit you had two derbies, that one and the one at home where they lost 1-0 mm. uh, where everyone was expecting Sunderland to win, Newcastle were in turmoil at the time in both those, both those games and Sunderland were doing well and, and both games Sunderland lost so because it's a derby it could mm. go that way and if it does mm. go that way all of a sudden you go the whole game thinking if you can win that game then mm. it's seven points and it's not quite as... Yeah, c- massive c- massive c- certain
2: games suit so certain types of players and certain squads if it's a scrappy niggly game it'll probably suit us better you know <coughs>
4: Should have brought it up with a team thing, but I was talking to Stephen about this. Obviously, when you came in, um, just you came in when you were nineteen, didn't you? Made your debut. I was just curious because you were at the under twenty ones. What more? He's a player who, you know, has got rave reviews. Looks, looks decent. um, Full of confidence. Last when when O'Neill came in, obviously McLean came in, sort of a bit older, Mm -hmm. but he came on the bench. Sort of turn that Blackburn game and had a great six months. Would you be? Would you based on what you've seen? Obviously, as we're at the game at the weekend. Is what more somebody you'd think about involving in the I'd squad? I'd be
2: tempted to put him on the bench. I think he's as good as what we've paid for. Carlson and, uh, and players like that. I'd put yeah. him on the bench. He's direct. He's raw. I wouldn't start him because I'd no. be asking too much of the lad. But he's definitely somebody I'd stick on the bench because he's got pace and we ain't got a lot of pace in the team. Mm you know as you say when McLean come in last time we were crying out for Pacey come in as one in, of the wide so players on
1: the front three Is that, is that sort he of can position? play he
2: can play down the middle he played down the middle I think for Altingham. that was his chosen position I don't know it was only Altingham, but he's 19 year old playing against blokes so he's he can handle himself a lad and he's direct so he, he I'd stick him on the bench he can no play anywhere across front f- yeah he can play he can wide meet. or up front yeah
3: I've liked yeah. him he's a, he's a bit head down Power forward, he he's only right. young kids and stuff. But in a derby, he if he does people. that, he yeah. goes past someone. Yeah. Well, it might galvanise something exactly. Like, exactly. like James like McLean
4: like did. Gate hasn't he, where he can like, he can take a hit and he's he's yeah, got he's the ball. He's and he he's gets out balance and he's off.
2: Yeah, he's direct. He's mm. he's got a future, and you see it. There's <coughs> not many other people on the bench who might just be on. one of those
4: players. You, can, you know, nil nil, one 0 down, maybe 15 minutes to go. He needs a lift. You know, so we all pin a little on, on. Whitmore now. <laughs> <laughs> what more some, some, <laughs> <right. laughs> <laughs> some people are talking about Conor Wickham as a possibility.
3: I need a cue. As a sort of substitute possibility. I don't know. Sort of I know most fans have almost gone with Conor Wickham, but that might be an interesting one. And Barini, big one for Barini if he gets a game. You know, he's... Well, there's only ever mm-hmm. goal in the Premier
0: League it was against us last well, season. Was, they they ma- managers, man- <laughs> managers
3: sometimes pick someone like on exactly. a whim like that. And yeah, it might be well, the Barini gets on there for that. Everything reason.
0: went wrong that day. The six 0 at home at Liverpool, so mm-hmm. which uh, coincidentally was back to back with the derby, mm-hmm. which we all know what happened. Actually, there. Martin, so
3: you've got a look at Barini here. People can't see oh, right. a Touch of Barini, about you. <laughs> brilliant.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Barini's won a surprise. Seen surprise, <laughs> I haven't more of guard almost, um Barini, because De or you know, for what you can believe from Liverpool end, he he, he almost not promised, but. Mm-hmm. He implied that he was gonna get a lot of game time here that's why Liverpool let him come here because they wanted him to go to somewhere where he's gonna get game time and then De Canio you know showed him a little bit and you haven't seen loads of them. Have mm. we?
4: It's a funny one isn't it because sometimes those are the type of players who come in sort of towards the end of manager's tenure or whatever and they never quite sort of settle in like sort of when there's disruption around the squad um, but then the new manager coming in
1: is a fresh start. You it is, but he's, had, he's
4: already he's had a fresh start moving to a new club. You <laughs> know, it, it give uh, being on loans is different from signing. Like I don't know, it's a bit of a strange, strange one. I, I I don't know, I don't know if you've ever been in that position, Martin, where you've moved on like moves on a short term deal somewhere and. And the managers change within a few weeks and
2: yeah i've been cl- i'm not on a short term deal <laughs> but i've been at clubs where managers have changed quite often um, <laughs> most of the managers i tell them i'll get them out of the league but i don't say which way <laughs> no it's um it, when a new manager comes in it, it is it's a fresh start and you'll have players who were uh, cutting the old managers left and you'll get players who get a boost because they weren't getting a look in and they get a look in this time. I would th- say about Breen I, I could be totally wrong, but I'm sure Brendan Rogers took him from Chelsea to Swansea, and mm-hmm. and then he's taken to Liverpool. So there's obviously something there, and he's seen something in that player to take him to two clubs. Mm-hmm. So maybe Still it's maybe well, just yeah, and it's maybe it's a case judge people sort of on one or two games players have got to have five, six, seven games mm. you know has yeah, so got to a run
1: you, if you're winning some of those games as well Yeah, right? and he's had Definitely.
3: injuries, they rave about him in Italy uh, it's, it's almost like it's, 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 it's the next big thing but he hasn't really done it, apart from that spell at Swansea and the Liverpool fans that you talk to think that he's a nice neat player but he's just lightweight mm. and he has looked a bit lightweight mm. he
4: hasn't he really has had played. a go a proper go has he? Though? No he hasn't, come he hasn't to and fair difficult to him. times and
3: that goes back to what we were saying though about you are a hodgepodge of players here Mm. you know what I mean sort of and they haven't got a team you've got lots of little talented Mm. individuals you know you haven't got a team that's what Poet's Mm. problem is
1: we are here a lot more than that um, when foreign players come in, they understand the importance of this game. It's almost cliched now. Well, we we've made sure the foreign lads understand, and that did did they the think? Or there wouldn't been many foreign players about when you when you when you were there with her. Or no, I mean, Graeme, you speak them, Jackarini, Graham. He, did he did you sense that he understood the importance of it?
3: I don't know. I spoke Jackarini this week, and I was going on about it, and I did. I mean, he said yes, but I got the impression no, not really. <laughs> you know But <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he might not have understood me. Question: His English isn't great, sort of stuff. But I don't know. I think that managers. Do do like the idea of they'll have a smattering of foreign t- quality in there, sort of like your Cessignons or you know, that sort of stuff. I, mean, I, I differentiate like sort of off from your Scandinavian players, like someone like Mignolet or sort of like you know Sorensen. They kind of know it's, they, they identify mm. in that way. But I think mine's just like a bit of f- foreign style and, and technique in there. But they always like to get the homegrown players in there as much as possible, which is why you know I think it will be strong in that direction.
0: I think a lot of. In the 3 0 in April, I think that was, that, that was exactly it with us. I mean, I think a lot of the players got a shock. Yeah, um, a When we went, and we've t- touched on it so many times tonight, when we went behind, those players just didn't have a reaction. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. And
3: that was largely the foreign players at Newcastle, generally yeah, speaking. Well, we didn't you
0: know. have, we, at that time, bearing in mind that some of those players had only been there a few months, um, we didn't really have a core of a team. Like it, it was maybe a bit like what you've just mentioned there a few individuals coming in that hadn't really gelled into a team uh, that had a couple of good results but also some shockers um, which we've touched on there with the 3-0 and obviously the 6-0 against Liverpool
4: You look at those individuals as well though they kind of failed in that game, Beer who hasn't been he's been okay he, it's just so It started been, all right this season, I think. And then, he went, and then terrible, Le Cargo absolutely ruined him everything. What, what
1: happened to Debussy? Because last season, Martin, you were saying how impressive he was. Saying, he, was saying, oh, impress well. he was right back for France. He looked really impressive in still the European is. Championships. But our main report he's um, not playing well. You've just said still is. Cause he, I'm, I'm reading no, he's, stuff.
0: he still is he's playing well France, but oh, for right, France. Defensively. Um,
1: Apparently, he's having a shocker season. It, right? It's
0: not. I'm, we all say when we're in the stands, to be honest. We are a bit shocked at it because you look at him going forward and yeah he's alright um, he will go at people and a lot more composed on the ball than what Danny Simpson will ever <laughs> dream to be but defensively you can get past him with ease um, mm-hmm. he, he's, when he's when he's getting ran at and he's turning He it's very rarely he catches back up which is a worry for me because Santon's not known exactly for his defensive qualities either going forward he's unbelievable mm-hmm. and he'll always cut inside and it works well when he's got someone else that'll do the same in front of him as well but defensively that's that is a worry for me
1: again it's just why i'm not sure we should be dropping adam johnson on a game like this well we,
4: but he'd be playing he wouldn't be playing down left johnson would he, up be, against
1: him. he On the right he's
4: just talking about both fullbacks all oh, right like, okay yeah. fair enough <laughs> i was just focusing on Debushi. yeah boy santon as well
1: he's saying so yeah
0: and i, I rate santon as a player but he's it's his uh, defensive positions he picks up sometimes uh leave some question marks keep hearing
4: mm. people saying like they'd like to see santon play as a winger like yeah, a left winger I so many people have been saying that like ever since
0: he, he got here but then mm. we don't have a left back so we can't really do mm. that because <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right i hope we haven't been too pessimistic we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get in a garros question in a bit but before we leave this part we'll just get a quick prediction from everybody I'll, I'm gonna start with Martin Lindsay so we can get this one out of the way. Is this where I got torn apart again? Yeah, because no, I didn't no. predict
0: the three 0 last time. When we're we're it was gonna ambush before you before you leave the studio.
1: Um,
0: for all your bottom and what have you, I would, I'd still go into it and take a point. I would. Um, it's not me being negative. It's just you know, as able proved, it, as able proved, you can see, you can see, <laughs> um, sometimes games can go like that and you don't expect it to. And yeah, I'll, t- I'd, I'll take a point. A score draw. Yeah,
2: I'll go one one Gareth. 4-4 four, four. <laughs> 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 defence was on top <laughs> why not
4: you know like I'm, you know I can give you what I can give you my on, heart then. or my head
1: yeah, no your heart one
4: my heart I mean sorry your head one. my head it's not good news <laughs> <laughs> to be honest right. unless you're in Newcastle say no more Graham
1: what are you thinking the most common
3: result in derby history is 1-1, 1-1 yeah. so I'm going for 2-1 or something alright stormy thunder
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I fancy us do you, I don't, f- I don't, I don't fancy it, I'm something I do. it's going number 2-1 for Sunderland. just I've got a feeling. It's got to start somewhere. It is typical Sunday. I've got a feeling. But mm. you know, I had a feeling is. against Swansea and all. No, I just think we could bully them. Someday. I really think we could yeah. bully them. Mm. About just got it. That's. Someone. Maybe I just the think the game might sortos. when you go into
1: a game. We went in the air with not very high expectations.
2: Exactly. I just got, got a feeling, feeling so. this might be the one. This it's game might suit. I don't think it's about
3: bullying. I think, I think just getting into them. you And players have got to show character, but your quality players have got to show quality as well. I think sort of like Catermore will do what Catermore does, but Key Johnson if he players, Jatreen if he plays, have got to start. Even they've got to start, venture, start showing quality. Mm.
1: Mm. And there's plenty there in the squad. Because mm. you, you start thinking. You talk about these nineteen and fifteen point seasons, and you start thinking, "I can't say where the next points coming from." And then we make uh, Gareth and I was saying we had a some massive discussion on Twitter, and then we're we see a couple play him there, him there, him there, and you are thinking, "We've got some really good players here. Eh? What's up? You know, what's up? Just We've got some,
4: some good international start showing,
2: players, eh? yeah. You see, co- confidence is a massive momentum, thing. Momentum, isn't it? Have them all fit and available, yeah.
4: and play them in the right system. That's how you got to. Mm. Easy as that. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I mean, they're all available. It's, they're all available. If Brown's fit, they're all available. Um, so you know that'll be it'll be interesting to see
1: and Poyet does have a, a jinx over Newcastle as well So oh gonna, I know he loves playing
4: yeah, clutch, clutch those yeah, straws I've got to change i am going a four one now yeah. any straws <laughs> are there
3: to be clutched at I'll find a way of clutching five, them five five <laughs> to Sunderland now
4: that's
1: it. right we're going to come back then with Gareth's well, question glad you going could
4: just go in do it do it now don't need to go anywhere else well, that sounds else. crap now well <laughs> you know, start as you mean to go on or end as you've been going on I don't know if that makes sense yeah.
1: It would have been easy if you just stopped it later. Like I said.
4: Nah. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> um, uh, if you, Yeah that was it so the question of the week this week was um, it's fine Stephen keep it rolling Um the question of the week this week was uh, if you could have spent your season ticket money on something else um, a bit obscure what would it have been um, and uh, we had some good answers actually um, we didn't we usually get the guests to get involved but um, we didn't think you'd pay for tickets for the match, so, you know. <laughs> i will pay 30 quid a season. <laughs> so, I, But I saw this week,
5: <clears throat>
4: there was a decent array of answers, which I've left to the other side of the studio again. Um, <clears throat> so, had, uh, John Ridley, who said, uh, go to Thailand and blow it. I don't know how many season tickets he's bought for, to get to Thailand and when back. When he says blow it, Family show, family uh, show. Stuart Ruff said, uh, beer, so... I can completely forget about the shambles of a season. Um, Robbo, he would get a ca- he pays cancellation fee for Sky, so you didn't have to watch him on telly either. <laughs> uh, Nick Holden, Wine, Women and Song. Uh, Love Supreme, Have a Guess, which if you've been last in the last few weeks, it'll be uh, some sort of open-top bus-based affair. Um, Michael Graham, Enough tins of custard to fill a bath and drown himself in. Uh, Gav Harford, uh, he'd buy an alpaca and open an alpaca farm as he's sick of watching donkeys. Um, John Graham <laughs> said uh, a samurai suit so you know right Simon Walsh <laughs> uh, a nude oil painting of himself or oil paintings <laughs> I don't know how many he was gonna get like for the five hundred quid. Uh, five hundred quid we're into yeah, the top okay, three uh, Richard James Purden so he'd spend the day jumping into the taxis and yelling follow that car and pointing at strangers uh, and the top two I think were Neil who chan- channelled some bans. From last week, I think that's what the kids are calling it. <laughs> um, a Four Mead Carvery costs five ninety-nine. His season ticket is 425 quid. He could eat 70.95 Four Mead Carveries per year or 1.36 per week. And Dan Williams with a disturbing effort, uh, a life size waxwork of John Stead and Jeff Whitley reenacting the pottery scene from Ghost. <laughs> and Jeff's at the front. <laughs> so I think that, that was probably better, the winner. <laughs> Did you have one, Stephen?
1: Um, no, it's, not, it's not particularly funny or anything mine would have just been because I'm a bit annoyed about after speaking at the club this week w- over the ticket office but I would just pay for some customer service training for the lad who I spoke to because <laughs> <laughs> it was an absolute disgrace
4: I'd a uh, flight to Turkey what? I'd flight to Turkey to see Alfie and I yeah. to get him back <laughs> pop him in a suitcase and Cut bring him back is whatever. there a
1: clause, Grave in that loan that thing for January or not? Uh, there is there is but uh, I don't think we've activated
4: really? Why? Are oh, you breaking
1: Gareth's heart? Are you mind. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what you want to do is sense, get rid of all your best players. No, it didn't make
3: any <laughs> sense, did it? Yeah, most fans would have gone for kept Alfie this season, and they got rid of him and bought in Cabral, and didn't play Cabral. So, mm.
4: well, that's yeah. Yep. Let's not get it under that again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll be crying into the mm-hmm. pint, and into the bed, yeah. and then everything this evening. So I'll we'll
1: try to be positive. I know everybody's burying their hand in the s- uh, head in the sand this week. God on that note yeah I'm used to Martin will tell you we're used to reading our auto cues off a screen that's how we that's how we read things out uh, no, we don't to get imp- them right either so. yeah we're not supposed to improvise our own speech <laughs> um, on that note oh god we hope it's not going to be too depressing next week so don't have nightmares about it see we'll be back next week over and out <laughs>